Hey friend, I am so excited you're here. I'm Marianne Anderson. You might know me from This Loud House on Instagram, and I have a secret to share with you. I'm not really an expert, but I have a ton of friends who are. And each week you can join us for inspiring, fun, and practical tips on how to decorate your home, organize your space, take care of your body, chase those dreams, rock that outfit you just got at Target. And girl, we're going to help you with what the heck to make for dinner too. This is the Life Sunny Side Up Podcast. Welcome. Hey guys. Well, it is our 10th episode. Can you believe it? I hope y'all have enjoyed the past nine episodes. We have some really fun interviews coming for you soon. And so I just thought for our 10th episode that we would just chat you and me. And I know I told you guys, I don't really feel like an expert in a lot of things, but I actually do kind of sort of, right? Are we ever experts? I don't think so feel like an expert when it comes to my morning routine. I really feel like it has been everything for me. It's been something that I have perfected in my 38 years. So I just wanted to chat with you guys about it today and hopefully help you craft and create your own morning routine so that your day can run smoothly. You can live your best life, right? And be the mom and wife and person, human being that you want to be. So That is what we're going to talk about today. So if you love this episode, friend, I want you to do three things, okay? First, subscribe, and then that way you never miss an episode. And I'd love to hear your comments, so make sure you leave one of those too. And you can take a screenshot and you can post it on Facebook and Instagram and share with your friends. Make sure that you tag me at This Loud House and you can use the hashtag LifeSunnySideUpPodcast. All right, y'all. Well, it's just you and me today. And honestly, you guys, I'm really excited to just connect with you and share a little bit about my story. And I just wanted to thank you so much for all your support and your comments and your ratings and just for being here every week with me. You know, so many times I feel like we just go on autopilot in life. And Drew's been telling me, Marianne, you should do a podcast. You should do a podcast. And I kind of ran away from it because it was scary, right? I mean, it was scary to put myself out there. And I'm so glad that I did. You know, I'm knocking on the, on 40's door. I was going to say 30. No, it's not 30. It's 40. But I feel like younger and in a better mindset than I ever have in my entire life. And isn't it funny that we kind of spend our 20s trying to figure out like who we are and what the heck we're going to do with our life. And then for me, my 30s were really just this blur of having babies and being exhausted. And now I'm like emerging from that cloud and going, okay, What do I have to say? What do I really think? What do I want to do with my life, right? So the podcast, you guys, has definitely been a dream for me. And I just want to thank you for being here. So with that said, I just thought we'd chat today about my morning routine and specifically how you can create a morning routine that works for you. Now, a little disclaimer, I have always been a morning person. In fact, my mom, I think, was really worried about me because I was like this freak kid that got up at five o'clock in the morning, 
every morning. I would go to a slumber party and I remember distinctly waking up in my sleeping bag, looking around, all my friends were tired and sleeping and I'm like, do, 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 do for like two, three, four hours, right? Till everybody woke up. And my mom said to the doctor, to the pediatrician, you know, she's going through puberty and isn't she supposed to sleep longer, but she's still waking up at five. And so eventually I did, I did start sleeping more as a teenager, but I have always been a morning person. And I feel so alive waking up in the morning. Some of my best memories as a child have been when I woke up early and my mom actually taught me how to get my own cereal and my own milk because she's like, I am not waking up with you that early. And it was just like silence. And even as a child, I really loved that time to myself to think and just be. And, you know, as I got older and my habits changed and I did go through puberty in college, I really let that go. And I kind of got lazy with that morning routine and carving out that time for myself. You know, I do want to say this too, before I kind of get into my tips, if you're in a stage of life where you are a new mom, you must give yourself grace. I was so hard on myself because it was impossible for me to get up at five, six o'clock in the morning, especially the more children I had. And I really beat myself up. And by the time Helen came along, my fifth baby, I learned, hey, this is not serving me. I really need to figure out a way to be okay with the fact that I'm really freaking tired. This baby doesn't sleep. And I have to be able to be there for the rest of my family, which means that I'm going to need a few extra hours of sleep, right? So instead of waking up an hour before the baby, I would wake up 10 minutes before the baby, literally 10 minutes so I could pee, brush my teeth, wash my face, and have a hot cup of coffee. Those 10 minutes, you guys, were everything to me. And I really had to, you know, this is easier when it's your first baby, right? Because it's just you and your husband. But if you've got other kids, it's really important that you talk to your husband and say, listen, babe, I need these 10 minutes. So I'm going to get up 10 minutes before the baby, but I need you in those 10 minutes to kind of be like, I'm going to hug and kiss on all my kids, but I'm not going to make breakfast in those 10 minutes. I'm not going to start doing all the things that I normally would do because I just need 10 minutes, like 10 minutes. And so Drew and I really worked together in those just like, oh man, gut-wrenching, exhausting days where, you know, the nights and the days, everything just basically blended together. And so if you are a new mom, please, please hear me. First of all, this is not going to be forever. I know it feels like that. And honestly, it's kind of annoying when people say this too shall pass. Like I get that. That drove me crazy. But really, girl, this too shall pass. And know that this is just a phase in your life and it's all going to be okay again. You know, I remember feeling so guilty because I love taking... So we had... Well, we had Mia and Sadie, right? And then I had two miscarriages and there was a four-year span between when Sadie was born and then when I had Wit. So for all that time, for 
you know, I guess Mia was six. So for six years, it was just the two girls. It was honestly pretty easy. I took them to preschool. You know, we did lots of things together. And then Wit came along and my world was turned upside down in so many different ways. And you guys know I've shared a little bit about that struggle. But one of the things that really got to me and I was so hard on myself, I really felt guilty not taking them to school in the morning, not getting up and making them breakfast. But when you have had a sleepless night over and over and over again, not just for the first six weeks, but we're talking about like for the first 18 months of his life, you can't function. I would have to sleep in until nine o'clock because finally, like he would go down at six and finally by, you know, he would sleep those three hours. And it was really hard for me because I wanted to take them to school and I wanted to be there in the morning, but I just couldn't. I couldn't. And so for a long time, I did beat myself up. And then I realized that, you know, it was trade-offs. And if I was going to be the happy mom when they got home from school, if we were going to have family dinners and if we were going to spend some time together, I needed that extra sleep. So new mom or mom in the middle of the trenches of babies and breastfeeding, please hear me out. It does not have to be perfect. And you have to do what works for you. You really have to do what works for you. There's not one way to do this morning routine. You got to just figure it out, okay? So I've always been a morning person. Have I always used that time the way it should be used? No, (laughs) no, no, no. And I think that now, especially in the past two years, I've been learning a lot about myself and I've been learning what I really need to feel whole as a person, to be happy, to function, and to give to the other people in my life. And so I really want to start first by saying, you know, you've got to do some like inward looking at yourself. There's probably a better word for that, and I'm not coming up with it right now. And so, you know, I thought to myself, I I love people, right? I love people, but I'm not a true extrovert. I can't be around people all the time. I'm pretty like, if I go to a party, I come home and I'm exhausted and I just need some alone time. Whereas my mother, who is an amazing people person, she gets energy from people. She will go to a party and then she's like, what's next? What are we doing next? Let's hang out because that's where her energy comes from. So you really need to know yourself, right? And And, you know, maybe make a list of things that re-energize you, that are life-giving. And I learned very quickly that it was life-giving to me to not be on social media the first hour of my day. You guys have been so guilty of rolling over, pulling out my phone, checking my Instagram, checking my email. And, you know, even especially now that I'm a work from home mom, I mean, I have a long to-do list. I have a lot of emails (laughs) that I need to respond to. But that first hour, my morning routine has become sacred. And I learned that, you know, if I just jump in right away then I'm not able to give to other people all day long. And so staying off social media has been one of the best decisions that I've ever made. You know, I heard Rachel Hollis say that even though so much of her job is through social media, that she does not consume social media. And I remember the first time I heard that and I was like, well, that's not possible for me. I mean, I am on Instagram and I'm a blogger and I have to consume social media. Like, what is she talking about? And then I realized, okay, no. My headspace is so vulnerable and I have to be so careful what I put 
in my headspace. So I decided that I was not going to consume all social media, which means that I stopped scrolling social media. So part of my morning routine, you guys, really has been making that list of what is important to me, what is life-giving to me, and then what's not. And quite honestly, it's just not to open up your email and then all of a sudden you're responding, right, to everything you need to do. Hey guys, so if you never want to miss a podcast or any of the scoop that's going on around here, go to www.thisloudhouse.com and subscribe to our newsletter. You get all the fun freebies that I send out and you can join our amazing community. Again, it's www.thisloudhouse.com and subscribe. So I want to give you guys basically five practical tips how you can create the morning routine that works for you. And I do want to say this because hopefully you haven't already checked out and you're like, well, I'm not a morning person. So I just next episode, please. Right. Hopefully you haven't checked out because I married somebody who is 100% not a morning person, not like at all. My eldest daughter is not a morning person, but guess what I have seen? We have now been together. It'll be almost 20 years this February. I have seen my husband go from somebody that absolutely could not function in the morning. They were such, they were just so not a morning person to realizing, wow, I'm a happier person when I have a morning routine and I can teach myself, maybe not how to be like jump, doing jumping jacks in the morning, but I can teach myself how to fall in love with the process of that morning routine. And you guys can absolutely do that too. So let's talk about these tips. All right. Number one, you have to decide that this is going to be your new normal. Is it going to be easy? No. You know, making a new habit and changing your patterns, gosh, it's so hard. It's so hard, you guys. But it starts with a decision. And if you feel like you are just in reactive mode all day, if you feel like your head is just like muddy water and days are passing and years are passing and you're not accomplishing what you want to accomplish and whether that's a stay-at-home mom or a work-from-home mom or you work out of the home, you know, we all have goals and we all have dreams. And if you feel like you cannot get a handle on yours and you're drowning, I want to suggest that it all starts with that morning routine and it all starts with the decision, right, to make a change. So, you know, when I decide I'm going to make a decision to do something, you guys, it has to be like right now. It can't be, well, I'm going to start on Monday or I'm going to start at the beginning of the year or the beginning of the month. There will never be the perfect time for you to make this change. And so I want to challenge you to make this change tomorrow, tomorrow morning. You are officially going to have a morning routine and you're going to tweak it and it's going to rock. All right. So that's number one. Number two. I prepare for this the night before. I think about this. And especially when, I don't know about you, but between four and probably seven o'clock every day, it is just holy craziness in my house. Like, you know what kind of storm, right? (laughs) Many days I'm just like, oh my goodness. And in those moments when life is crazy and the kids are, you know, pulling on my jeans and dinner is not quite together and, you know, life just feels unmanageable, I will think 
about the next morning at 5 a.m., drinking my coffee hot, going on my run, listening to my favorite podcast, and I prepare my mind for what is going to happen the next day. And so when my alarm goes off, it's not even a question because I've already pre-visualized what's going to happen. So I prepare for that. That means, you guys, that I get to bed early. Because I get up at five, I mean, my like lights out is 10 o'clock. I cannot stay up past 10. And this might be hard for you in the beginning. I know this was hard for my husband because he's a night owl and he would stay up till two o'clock in the morning. Easy peasy. So you got to prepare and it might take your body a little time to adjust. And one of the things that we decided we were going to give up late night TV watching, even on the weekends, because I feel like And I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but they call it weekend jet lag. And if you basically get up at the same time, Monday through Friday, and then all of a sudden on the weekends, you stay up till one in the morning and then you sleep in till eight o'clock, your body, it's like experiencing jet lag as you were traveling across the country, same thing. And so your body's trying to adjust every week and it just can't get a handle on it. And so what we tried to do is have consistency seven days a week. It took us a little bit of time to get there. But let me tell you, if you wake up like shock to your system, jump in the cold water at five o'clock the next evening, even if you didn't go to bed, you know, let's say you stayed up till midnight and then you wake up at five. Well, guess what? You're going to be really tired by nine or nine 30 and you'll fix that problem. So you've got to prepare you guys. You got to prepare with your bedtime. You have to prepare with exactly what's going to happen in your morning routine. And I write it down. I think about it. I have the podcast ready that I want to listen to. I have my running clothes out. I make it easy on myself to make this happen. Okay, number three, you guys, I talked a little bit about this, but you have to stay off social media. It is a time suck and do not log into your email account. You know, it truly, you guys, can wait. It can absolutely wait. It'll already be there. This is an hour that you are giving life to yourself. And so this is especially challenging for me because I listen to a podcast on my cell phone where all my apps are, but I just have to do it. And I just click that podcast app. I know what I'm going to listen to. And you know, I just can't pay attention to the notifications. A lot of times I will turn them off so that I can focus. But just staying out of the noise, you guys, can be absolutely life-changing. Okay, next, you've got to have that list of what is life-giving for you, and you're going to plug that into your morning routine. So let me just kind of break down mine. So I get up and again, what works for me might not work for you. You've got to figure out again, what brings you joy and then that's what you're going to chase. So these are the things that bring me joy. So I get up and I go for a run. First thing before I have my coffee, before I do anything else, I guess my thought is just that I'm half asleep anyway. So my body, you know, it's not going to be that painful. We'll just do it. I run for 30 minutes. I listen to a podcast and then I come in and I mean, that feeling you guys, after I have run and I walk in the door at 5.30, the house is still quiet. I make my Keurig cup of coffee and 
just the feeling of check off my list. I have gotten my workout in. My mind is so clear on what I need to do that day and just really full of gratitude. And so I have my cup of coffee. I have this chair that I sit in in my living room, turn that little light on. So there's that, you know, dim light. And then I use Rachel Hollis's Start Today Gratitude Journal. I love that one. You know, there's lots of different journals out there, but basically the cliff notes are I write down five things that I'm grateful for that happened the day before. I love this, you guys. I've done it to where like before I go to bed at night, I reflect on the day. But doing it the the day like after really makes time kind of slow down. And I'm really able to reflect on that day and it doesn't just get lost, you know, in the shuffle. So I really do love that. And then she has you write down 10 dreams that you are making happen in the next 10 years. And then the one dream, the one goal that you're focusing on that day. So I really spend some time, you guys, doing that. The other thing that I like to do in the morning is just kind of go through my kids and go through the things that they need from me. And I think about each one and I kind of just spend some time processing where they are in their life and what I can do better to serve them, to love them, to support them. I think about our day and I think about how we can have more moments together as a family. I think about my husband. I think about ways that I can support him, ways that I can take the focus on me and better serve him. And you guys, when you start your day in this kind of mindset, it just changes everything. I do no work. It is just more inward work. And by six o'clock, everybody is up. And I have had all of this like mental stuff happening so that whatever the day brings, I feel incredibly, incredibly centered, you guys. All right. Here's the deal. (laughs) Number four. You have to realize, and I said this earlier, it's going to be hard to start a new habit. And that's okay. You know, I feel like hard has gotten a bad rap, but guess what? Hard is okay. And some of my best memories in my life are when I had to really struggle, when it didn't come easy. So realize that, you know, it takes 21 days to make a habit. And I don't know, find something fun that you can do to reward yourself when you make it 21 days, no skipping, like do not skip weekends. I'm serious. I do this on Saturday. I do this on Sunday. So 21 straight days. And what are you going to do? Are you going to go to Target Dollar Spot and treat yourself? You're going to go on a date with your husband, but really have and mark it on your calendar. Have that date in mind. Like this is what I'm going for so that it becomes habit. It becomes something that you actually crave. Kind of like we hated spinach growing up and now we realize, hey, it makes me feel so much better. And I crave vegetables when I haven't eaten them in a while. You know, it's so important. All right. And then number five, you guys, you have to protect your morning routine at all costs, at all costs. And I realize that, you know, on the weekends, you got, you might have an event that you go to and you're up a little bit later. And of course, life happens. I get that. I'm not that rigid. But if it is in my control with my schedule, I am very picky about the sports we sign up for, the things that we do, the things we say yes to, because I know how important it is for me to be in the right mental state. You know, 
as women, we are the nucleus of the family. And when we are not mentally there and our mindset is not where it should be, I feel like everything is off. Do it not only for yourself, you guys, but do it for your kids. Do it for your husband because you love them and because you want to give them the best version of who you are. And I promise you, you will be so glad that you did. So I am excited to hear from you guys. I would love for you to leave a comment on this podcast and share with me, you know, have you found a morning routine? What does it look like? I think that well, I know that the other listeners would love to hear what you're doing and what is working. And we can go back and read that in those comments. So please, you guys, leave a comment, share with us what's working and share with us some of your struggles that you're having so that we can continue that conversation. So I hope this helps you guys. I hope that you find some value. I hope that you will make this change because it will change your life. And isn't that what we are all about, right? Hope y'all have the best day and thank you so much for listening. Hey y'all. So if you would like to join our community on Facebook, we have a special group just for you. You can continue the conversation off the podcast online. Simply join the Life Sunny Side Up podcast group. Just search in your groups. It'll come up and I will be so excited for you to be a part of this amazing community.